Baby Boomer Tales. Hello, my name is Adda J. Munchie. <laughs> I'm taking over this show because I found the microphone that Jim left just laying around. <laughs> now on with the show. <laughs> Gotta go. Goodbye. You better get out of here. Well, that was had the munchie. Oh, had the is the one that's always getting into stuff. You know, I can't hardly even leave without him scrounging around, getting into my stuff, doing something he shouldn't be doing, like getting on this podcast and talking. Oh well, I love him anyway. All three of the munchies are pretty good little guys. We have Get The, Got The, and Had The Munchie. If you're not familiar with them, they come on every once in a while, but they are not supposed to come on when I'm not here, unsupervised. Who knows what they'll say? Who knows what they're saying when to talk? I can't hardly understand them half the time. So whatever. They can understand each other. They always laugh at themselves. That is a gift, I think, to be able to laugh at yourself. Well, anyway, enough for the munchies. Our top 10 55 years ago, that is the top 10 popular songs this week in 1968. Number 10, Indian Lake, the cow sells. Number 9, Hello, I Love You, The Doors. Number eight by Mason Williams, Classical Gas. Number seven, This Guy's In Love With You, Herb Albert. Number six by Donovan, Hurdy Gurdy Man. Number five, The Horse by Cliff Nobles and Company. Number four, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Rolling Stones. Number three, Stone Soul Picnic, The Fifth Dimension. Number two, Lady Willpower, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. The number one song this week, 55 years ago, in 1968, it's number one for the second week in a row by Hugh Masekela, Grazing in the Grass. I'd like to talk about a few things today that we do, but they're not how they were 50, 55, 60 years ago or older. Technology changes stuff. The time and maybe the demand for something forces it to change a little, or the packaging changes. In cars, the styles always change. In TVs, the styles change so much that they used to be big square boxes. Started out as round pictures, and then they went to these big square jobs. And now they're rectangle, flat as can be, and they don't take two guys to lift them. Major appliances have changed the way they look. Our bridges and roads look totally different than they did in the 50s. Our clothes look different. Our shoes are definitely different, although they serve the same function. 
So I want to just start with a few little things I've observed this morning as I was trying to get ready to record this podcast. And let me just start with the thing that seems to be my constant companion. Everywhere I go, it's there witnessing my life more than anything else. And that's my phone. Years and years ago, we called it the telephone. And it was usually black. When I got a little bit of age on me, say maybe 10, they started coming out with colored phones. Like you could have an avocado green or a harvest gold phone. Usually those kind were attached to the wall. The cord hung down maybe three, four feet from the phone so you could walk around a little. And like if it was in the kitchen, mom could still make dinner while talking on the telephone. Then they came out with the princess phone. Remember that? It was just like a one-piece thing that was on a cradle. But the dial and the headpiece, the hearing piece and the speaking piece, all that was all in one. The dials used to be a dial where you stuck your finger in and went around clockwise till you came to a stop. So if you did a one, it was right there. You just went a little ways and you hit the stop and take your finger out and it go back where it belonged. Then say your next number was a five. So you stick your finger in and you went around to the stop, pull your finger out and the dial would go back to where the five belonged. If you had to do zero, that was the longest travel. It went about three quarters of the way, all the way around. To hit the stop, take your finger out, and it goes all three quarters of the way back to where it belonged. And then lo and behold, one day, someone invented the push button dialing, where you didn't have to stick your finger in and do that rotary dialing. Telephones have really, really changed. Today, my phone is this little do everything with it. The biggest change I do believe though is you can't go anywhere without your telephone. If you leave the house, if you get less than a mile away and you realize you left your phone for who knows why, how could you leave your phone? How could you forget your phone? You'll go turn around and go back and get it. You never know when someone's going to call you, but The number of calls we get has changed too. We get texts and whatever that way, more than a call. But the phone is everything from our camera to our movie projector to our road map to our ticket to get into the ball game and so much more. Where the old phones, you know, the one Alexander Graham Bell invented, was meant just to call somebody. Now the phones do everything absolutely everything. It is an amazing thing. How could we ever, ever forget to take it with us? I'm sure I'll think about more things our phones do. I mean, you know, they started with bag phones and went to flip phones and used to have to pull the antenna out of it. And then they were these little bitty phones. And then all of a sudden they had cameras in them. And then all of a sudden they had apps for them. And the phones got bigger and bigger. And now they can be quite large. I like my phone just the right size. So it fits in my pocket. So I don't have to have some kind of suitcase or holster for it. But there are still flip phones. In fact, a new type version of a flip phone is coming back. If it goes around, it comes around, I guess. Cars. 
Back when I first learned how to drive, my dad made all of us boys, and I'm sure he made my sister also, learn to drive on a standard transmission. Three on a tree, which is a three-speed, but there's also four on the floor or five on the floor. Four on the floor was a common thing. Today, it's hard to find a standard transmission. Everything is automatic transmission, and back when I was a kid, automatic transmission that was a luxury if you could get that. I remember I had a pickup truck and to start it you had to push a button on the floorboard with your foot. Remember those? Today cars are very luxurious on the inside even a lower end model, a cheaper model. If you would have seen that car in the 50s it would have been a deluxe version, only smaller. Cars were very large back then and they keep getting smaller and smaller. But what I know about cars, they do last much longer with a lot less maintenance than they did. So technology is definitely better. It has made cars better. It used to be if a car had 100,000 miles on it, it was worn out. Now, it is nothing when you're looking for a used car to look at cars with 100,000 miles on it. I try to get 250,000 on my cars, and I've been pretty successful doing that. That's a quarter of a million miles on a car. You don't really have to check your oil all the time, like you used to have to. They have things like power windows, power steering, power brakes that they didn't used to have to. You can get them in all different colors besides black. Thank you, Henry Ford. Of course, that's before my time, before your time. But we've seen pictures, and it wasn't that much before our time, really. Cars are an amazing thing. I don't know what the future has for cars. Now, I won't get into that on this podcast. It's not my place, because I think it's a political hot potato right now. And I don't think the future of cars is what we think it's going to be. But I'm sure, as time goes on, they'll be better and better and better. Television. My TVs around this house now are all flat screens, even the small ones, even the big ones, and they have a wonderful picture, and they are rectangle, kind of like a movie theater screen. And the way I watch TV is different than the old days when we had an antenna on the roof, or possibly if you lived in the urban area, rabbit ears on top of the TV with the big old square TVs that weighed 80 pounds. And a 21-inch tube was bigger than anybody else in town, probably. Opposed to, if you have a 60-inch TV today, it's not all that big. Today, we get television off satellite, cable, or the internet. My TV watching has gone away from the network TV, NBC, ABC, CBS. I still like some of those, but they're hard to find any shows that I care for anymore. And now everything is streaming. My biggest pet peeve in this world, I think, is these streaming channels don't have DVR, most of them. And I do like DVR. It replaced the VCR, which was the greatest thing since sliced bread when it first came out. So I've learned to have to sit through commercials again. Of course, you can pause the commercial, and that's a nice feature on today's television watching. You can pause. If you do have a service like cable or I have YouTube TV, for example, anymore, watching a show that you've recorded, you can fast-forward through commercials. So I don't watch as many commercials as back in the 50s and 60s, but the quality of TV 
That's maybe a discussion for another time. I know the sitcom is a hard thing to find anymore. And back when I was a kid, it was a staple of TV. But if you look hard and you work at it and you do some homework, you can find some good stuff on TV. The trick, though, is finding out where they don't have a potty mouth. What's with that? Insult my intelligence, why don't you? I can go about anywhere in this world except maybe a football game and not hear language I hear on TV. Well, I don't put up with it too much, I'll tell you that right now. Movie houses. Used to be, you go down to your local movie house, and there'd be one theater screen, and everyone sat through that show. We all came in about the same time and all left after the movie. Today, there's a theater in Kansas City here that's got 30 theaters. Some of the screens have waiters that bring you dinner, and there's a tray that comes out and can eat your dinner. Kind of like watching TV at home with a TV tray, I guess. Except you don't have a waitress at home. Well, if you're married, you might. There's all different types of sound systems and all this stuff. And it's pretty high grade. But I don't think they'll ever, ever replace in our hearts that little local movie house back when we were kids. I just don't think it's possible. Music machines. I had a podcast about music machines once. When I was a kid, we had radio and hi-fis. Well, the record player was eventually replaced by a turntable, an amplifier, two or four speakers, etc., etc., etc. You could have a graphic equalizer and all that stuff. Then came cassette, but they replaced reel-to-reel if you're fortunate enough to have that. Today, even MP3s replaced. Everything's either internet I don't even know, do they make albums anymore? Gone are the days going to the record store and looking at the album covers. And digital music opposed to analog. And albums are coming back because people say analog is better sound. I don't know. Some of the stuff I listen to, like, you know, I could just have my music going on my TV, whatever. On my computer, wherever. On my phone, whatever. Sometimes it almost sounds a little different than I remember it sounding on a record. Is that the digital, or is that just my hearing? I'll never know for sure. Refrigerators, washers and dryers. In the old days, when I was a kid, one thing your parents told you is never crawl into a fridge and shut the door. Never crawl in, you know. Who'd think to even crawl into a fridge? But an old one sitting in someone's yard, you know, you still see some of that action. Because when the door closed, it had a latch and you would be locked in there. Today, the door seal is magnetic and you're not going to have that problem if you're dumb enough to crawl into a refrigerator in the first place. So that's one good thing. Fridges are much larger today. They do more. They have ice makers. They're even smart, which I'm not going to get into here. Washers and dryers, though, I want to talk about that. You know, top-loading washers have been replaced with these front loaders, and they have a big problem. They get mildewy because they can't get rid of all their water. But I saw an ad last night for a washer-dryer combination. It's all in one machine. You throw your clothes in, hit wash, or just hit on, I think, and it washes the clothes, and then it starts drying them when it's done. 2000 bucks. 
<laughs> they said the price right there on TV. 2000 bucks for that sucker. I turned to my wife and I told her, I bet that sucker has all kinds of problems. My washer and dryer just keep clucking along. The washer's 30 years old now. Still going strong. Roads and bridges. It used to be, you go over a bridge and if you want to turn onto the highway, you turn left with your signal. Maybe there's a turn lane. Now, some of these new bridges around town, or around the city when I go up to the big town, all of a sudden they've got you going in the left lane and the oncoming traffic's in the right lane instead of you going down the right lane. And then you're crossing and stuff, and it's very confusing. And if you didn't know what was going on, you could really have a problem. You could, you know, get discombobulated. I think some of this stuff is designed, designed to confuse the populace. Look at the roundabout. Nobody really understands the roundabout. It's designed by the same people that brought you these bridges. I'm convinced. I have a lot of roundabout jokes on my Baby Boomer Tales Facebook page. I bet I put one on every month. Something about a roundabout. Well, I can't rant and rave too much. I think things are better, even though they're more confusing. It kind of goes along with the rest of the world. But I do know one thing. You can't improve on kindness, understanding, friendship, and love. Let those be part of your life. You'll be happy you did. Well, Munchies? Yeah? Yes, Jim? What? what do you want? Thank you for being part of our staff here at Baby Boomer Tales. No problem. We like being part of this thing. <laughs> I am happy to help anytime. Just give me a call. And had the... Yes? Leave my stuff alone. <laughs> I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.